Welcome to class. Welcome to class. This is your professor, Professor Next Gen. I'm back in the classroom with another wonderful podcast episode. I got the boy King Tahoe in the building. How you doing, sir? Oh man, I'm blessed. How are you? Man, I can't complain. Man, we woke up this morning. We here. We together. We, you know, what I'm saying, bright each other day. So I can't, I can't be mad at it, man. Absolutely, it's a blessing for it's sure. A, it's a blessing for sure, man. We doing doing that young thing. You know, I'm seeing young black men on the rise, man. We doing good. Hello. <laughs> let's let's jump into it, bro. I got a question for you. Uh, so what is one article of clothing that someone could wear that will make you walk out on them on a date? Ooh, um, article of clothing that somebody could wear that made me walk out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> Man, do uh, accessories count? Nah, because that's an accessory, so... Maybe one of them old ass scarves, like you feel me, when everybody was doing the whole little fucking the plaid scarf thing. Okay. You remember like when Wayne would come out yeah, with like that yeah, huge that, scarf. Yeah, unnecessary shit. I mean, it just it just depends. Like it, it got to be. It's it's the setting for sure. I got you. Yeah, I don't I don't know like boot cut jeans or some shit like that. You feel me? <laughs> Something out of pocket, some like boot cuts. yeah. I don't, I don't know. Something out of pocket, but yeah. So it had to be some wild ass shoes or something like some uh, Balenci's. That's okay. what it'll be. Okay. You pull up in some Balenci's, some of them. Yeah, I gotta go. And you feel me? Like you trying to get to my height or something? Yeah, no, that's it. that's that's a reach, but damn near. <laughs> for sure, them oh. shit's got at least like four inches on them. Yeah, it ain't hella big, just bulky. You yeah, can't yeah. even run if something happens. Done, done deal. Mm-hmm. I bet. I wanna uh, get into it. So like the origins of King Tahoe, like. Obviously, I know you ran it from the Bay, ran it from Oakland in particular, excuse yes, me. Sir. But, like, where did you get your, when did you start singing? When did you, when did you feel comfortable singing in front of somebody? Man, um, I'm still not 100% comfortable. Every single time I go out, I'm nervous. But that just makes me know that I really care about this because the nerves don't come from a place of, man, uh, I shouldn't be doing this or something. It's, a, it's like a, a place of, I want to be great every single okay. time I come out. I want to be better. I want to make sure that the people are entertained. But um, I really started getting into it, uh, I want to say, 2005. Okay. Uh, around that time was, like, the the new resurgence of R&B with uh, the Neo, Chris Brown, Trey songs. They all dropped around that time. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, man, you go to school, and this is around that time when I'm like, I can't remember what grade that is when you're 11, 12, whatever. But, yeah, I go to school, and I'm trying to see what the girls like. Mm-hmm. And all the girls is talking about is Trey Songs and Chris Brown. Yep. So, you know, what Drake say, uh, that's the shit that she likes. So that's what I'm trying to be like. You <laughs> feel know, me? So I'm trying to sing after that. So that's how I got into it then. Like, I was in church, um, Tabernacle, Brookfield. Uh, it's over there. Uh, we would go over there and we would do the choir and all that okay. stuff. Like my mom would do praise dancing and all that. So you was already just, around it. Yeah, we was already there. So I would have to sing every once in a while, and it just like was something that was always part of me. So I just kept doing it and finding out how to get better and better. I would meet different people and have different experiences that just part of my story and make me who I am today. So I love what what I am and who I am because of those things, you know? I got you. I got you. That's far okay. right there, bro. You, um, as, a, as a singer, as someone who was you singing a long time ago, you said that it's, it's interesting that you say that you t- sometimes don't feel as comfortable still. Mm. And it's like, 
you don't hear that in the music, or you don't mm-hmm. see that on the videos, or you don't see, you know what I'm saying? It's Appreciate not, it's, it's something that at least that you, you hide properly, you feel me? It's not like, it's like, oh, I, I don't feel comfortable doing this. It's like, bro, I've seen, we've seen you perform on stage in front of a crowd. Right. We've seen you in music videos. Right. Even conducting yourself in interviews, I see that you, you've done this in like a, you know what I'm saying? You're confident in what you're doing, so Appreciate I rock with that. That's fire, though, bro. You hide it pretty well, if we're going to say it like that. <laughs> Man, you know, I, I really want this. I study this a lot, so it's like a, I see how the greats carry themselves and how they go about certain things. And I don't want to say I imitate it, but I just take it all in and I consider it when I move how I move, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just homage at all times, you know? I got you. You said uh, when you were younger, you were singing in church, you were listening to the Neos, the Chris Brown, the mm-hmm. Trey Songs. Probably yeah. a little bit of Maxwell somewhere in there, too? Uh, a little bit of Maxwell. Bit of Maxwell. But Maxwell. I, got, I got into Maxwell a little bit later, you know? It, it's just certain things, like... I'll, I'll find things that maybe from like 2003, 2004, and like 2016, and I'll treat it like it's new. Mm-hmm. It's just like certain eras for me, or certain eras of me find different things, and it's just like, all right, at different times, mm-hmm. it, it hits different. So it's like, I wasn't ready for Maxwell back then, yeah. you know? But like nowadays, it's like, okay, the Maxwell hit, because you feel me? I, I light some it. candles. Yeah, yeah, you feel okay. me? And do something, you feel me? I'm a little bit more player with it. I wasn't as play. I was... They was on some, they was younger, you know, they, yeah, they had that energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that. You feel me? Yeah, you played Maxwell on the way home from the club. But we, yeah, went, we went on, yeah, we went I in the club yet. Exactly. So, you in club live? You in club live? Nah, I wasn't nah there, good. good. <laughs> <laughs> that was some crazy times, bro. <laughs> yeah, I heard, bro. So, uh, I know, like, before um, you were involved in, uh, like, Zaire Williams. That's how I. That's yeah, how I yeah. met you. Or, excuse me. That's how I heard of you originally. I heard mm-hmm. his music, yeah. and then he put me on to you. And I was like, "Whoa!" Like, but this tandem right here is crazy. But like, can you tell me about that connection at all? Just about how you guys like kind of feed off. You got at least you did once upon a time feed off of each other. Uh, so yeah, you. we were in a collective together. Uh, Inner Haven. It okay. was it was a collective. Uh, he was cool with my younger brother. I don't know what their relationship is. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, we all did work together. Like we would hang out. Pretty often we just go on these little trips and just brainstorm a lot, just try to figure out how we could make something happen. He was doing his thing, I was doing my thing, and he would be at my crib a lot. We would just create, man, and just enjoy life, you know? Uh, we don't really kick it as much no more, but it just was a thing of like, it was just a good moment. We had hella music that we recorded, some shit that, man, I wish could come out, mm-hmm. but it's part of the game. I don't know if I could cut cuss on here. Yeah, bro, you all good, bro. Yeah, it's a classroom. It's, it's adults yeah, in here. You, you, you all know, good. I'm trying to be respectful. You all good. You know? Not a problem. Yes, sir. But yeah, I mean, all respect to, to Zaire and the Inner Haven movement. I Got wish you. them all the best, you know. And, and their efforts and their movement, you dig? Got you. Yeah, it's such an important thing outside of, like, the current, you know what I'm saying, situation, but to be able to have a space where you feel comfortable mm. in creating with other people who also want to create. A lot of times, like, I talk about, or we talk about relationships and how they, you know, the relationships you forge kind of design your future in a sense. Talk. And it's like, regardless if this person is still around, their impact and their influence had something to do with your success now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even like when I talk to we talk to the kids and stuff all the time or I talk to just other artists and they tell me about the relationships they, they made in the beginning of their relation of their career, though they may not be consistent now, mm-hmm. it's like they can still take pieces and stuff and like you know so it's in like the development this, of their artistry. It's like this. Your life is your life is a book. So mm-hmm. uh certain people chronicle it in different ways. So me as an artist, I chronicle it through my my music. Mm-hmm. But Every single moment that you live through, 
is a page or a chapter. So you can't, you know, you can't say, oh man, I lived through this and I want to take this out. I mean, it's part of you regardless. So when people read the book or however they, they go, they like recap your life, they need that stuff. That stuff is important to what, what makes you you. So regardless to what goes on, man, yeah, it's, it's beautiful to have people come in your life. It's beautiful to have people go out of your life because it's all a learning experience, you know? I feel that. So tell me about the collective that you, that you uh, free play music group. Tell me about the, what's going on with this. Oh, I, man. You're like my guy behind me, but I know you've been, you know what I'm saying, involved with, the, with a nice creative group. But tell me about your experience with this. Man, it's been great, man. Uh, I met these guys. We did a show. Um, what, was the, what was the name of the first show, you know? Uh, Spread the wealth. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fire. Like the the promotion behind it, everything. Like they had this clean, uh, the flyer. They did the anime for like everybody. That's like clean. these characters. It was hella clean. Went out there, had a good time. Met a whole bunch of artists. I think I've worked with, damn near like, I want to say maybe like eighty percent of like the people on the on that lineup. Oh, that word. Day. So okay. like, yeah. So made a lot of connections. I went to more of the shows. We just kept working with each other. It was good people my man skino put it together skino and troy llf shout out, shout out legends man. live shout forever out. you feel me shout out skino great Send people yeah man putting stuff together man play runner you feel me so <laughs> you know what it is so we just been working together making a lot of songs troy troy llf that's the homie he put out like um i want to say five tapes last year mm -hmm. five six Six, yeah, five, yeah. five tapes last it's, year. I, I was seen release, release, release. Yeah, release. Man, oh, this so, man is working. <laughs> yeah, man, and I was on like maybe like two or three of those projects, okay. and you know I was honored too. So we just been able to put work together. You know, I'm working on my project right now. Uh, man, Pussy working. Shout out to Pussy. Shout uh, out to Man, for real. I mean, it's just a, it's a lot of us. We all got our own things going on, but we all get together and we and we work and we make it happen under one umbrella. But it's like a if if you could have one big umbrella and then everybody else grab their umbrellas, we all could still, you feel me, be good in the rain. You I feel got me? You. We all gonna be able to eat regardless. So we just working and making these connections, man. The bay is big, but the bay is small. And we see each other everywhere. We do the same shit. You feel me? We got the same ambitions. Why not work together? That's fine. No, I like that. I like that. Uh, as we transition into the music, I wanna know like what do you do to expose yourself to like new ideas and like new thinking on a regular basis? Uh, yeah, I uh, I keep an open mind, man. I I'm I'm not afraid to hit shuffle on like what the new music is. I try to like I just click on some shit. Like, all right, let's see what this weird ass shit is. Okay, what makes this shit hella cool? So, mm, okay, the melodies like this or the frequency of like how they're they're tuning their voice is different like people like this and i go click through comments man i just i see what what's hidden and what's not hidden and why that's not hidden i like to study mm -hmm. so my bad i'm high i forgot this all good no, no i was just i was just curious <laughs> i'm like it's it, when, when you make uh music or like people yeah. who write or just whatever the case may be it's like the what is the, the inspiration that keeps you like on a new path because like you don't you don't think about the same thing every time it's like you, oh. you get inspired by different things. I was just curious. It's like, what life, do you do man. to yeah, your life? Yeah, okay, I, go ahead. I really like. I try to talk about what I'm going through, but I try to talk about what's what's relevant. People want to hear, people want to hear some shit that slap, but people don't want to hear no no bullshit. Like you know, uh, what was the conversation that was had? Like Twenty One Savage was talking about how 
people wouldn't know that Drake is the biggest, or they know that Drake is the biggest artist, but mm -hmm. you feel me? Future is the biggest thing to them in Atlanta because that's what they really go through for the most part, and that's what they that's know. Right. So I'm trying to make sure that, you know, we all live in similar, similar lifestyles and stuff. We all going through certain things, so how can I take that and make that slap, you feel me? So right. that's... That's what inspires me, you feel me? I got you. I, use, I hear the, the, the Oakland verbiage, the Bay verbiage with the slop along, me? you know what I'm saying? Every single time, man. <laughs> Taking that shit to the universe. Well, let's jump into the music a little bit. Uh, Apple Music says you have a few albums, but I think you got more projects than what, what they what they want to report. Yeah, yeah, I be taking shit down sometimes. I got you, okay. <laughs> okay. I got you, I got you. But, like, so, as an artist, like, can you have a favorite project? Is that something that you feel you can do? Yeah, I yeah. I mean... It's, it's tough. Yeah, I figure it is. It's definitely tough. Um, they like your children, just, right? Yeah, but it's just with with music in general, it's hard to, to play favorites because it's perceptive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you listen to something today and then you listen to it tomorrow, it might sound different, different environments. When you're listening to it in some headphones, you're listening to it in some speakers, you might be high, you might be drunk, you mm -hmm. might be with a lady, you might, you know, whatever the case may be. So everything hits different in different moments. So favorites aren't, aren't permanent. Mm -hmm. It's tough, you know? They're ever-changing. Yeah, mean, exactly. That. But I love King Tahoe music. Heard you, King Tahoe. Okay, yes, sir. <laughs> I was uh, I was listening to uh, interview Speedy Mormon interview Meek Mill a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. for his album, um, but he asked him a question in regards to like when you ever see a old video or excuse me an older video or listen to a song that you recorded let's say 2018, 2019, is it ever like a moment where you like can literally just like flash back to the moment what you were thinking about or what you were going through at that time that made you even you know like that inspired you to even make that song. Like, can you, like, recreate those in, like those feelings in a sense? Where Can you, yeah. like, take yourself back and be like, oh, wow, I remember exactly what was going on during that moment? Yeah, because of the songs, like, more times than not, they're so personal. Mm -hmm. So it's like a, I know exactly who I wrote that about or mm -hmm. where I, I won't say always where I was, but it would be like, yeah, I wrote that in a notebook. Yep, I wrote that on my phone. I freestyled that one for sure. Like, yeah, that was a good time, like. So there are certain experiences, and then there's certain times it was like, I recorded this, okay, for sure. That's what's up. <laughs> like you know, I'm raw. Like you know, it just it's moments. I got you. You gotta give yourself your flowers because if you don't, then who will? Exactly. You know. You know? Um, I want to jump into this this the the last piece that we could find, uh, the threesome mm. album from 2020. Uh, I was watching the Don't Sweat Me. Now, I heard the song like a minute ago, but then I watched the video again, just like getting prepared for this, and I was like. The way that you, the, the visual aspect adds so much to it because in the beginning of the video, you were like, you, uh, it was more like a melodic, you were singing mm -hmm. more. And then you like went in the house, came back outside and started <laughs> spazzing. I'm like, wait a second, like he just switched the whole flow up, which was like, I'm, I'm not complaining by any means, but it was like the, obviously the audio switch up is one thing, but right. to see the, the visual switch up, you even switch outfits, Kevin yeah. got sound like he was ready to press some shit, which was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, I was like, so your videos and stuff like that, right. you have a lot of them. Do you direct them yourself or do you like, do you have a vision for what you do when you make them or how does that work? I have a vision, uh, man, my, my notepad and my phone is my best friend okay. man, besides my, my voice memo. So, okay. uh, like more times than not, I'll start like a month ahead of time and just really be sitting down. Like I'll be at work or whatever it is. And, um, I'm just coming up with different ideas. I watch a whole bunch of different videos okay. and, and pull from, you know, my influences 
and just try to, you know, come up with what's best. But uh, we try to call, I call, I got like a little, it's not a real production thing, but like I had a vision for a little production team called Something Out of Nothing. Like, cause it'll be like times where like you're trying to deal with like the, the video ladies, you know, the, mm -hmm. the dancers, the models and stuff and they flake or, so you got a vision for one thing and you got to make something happen at the last minute or whatever it may be. So it's like, yeah, I, I write, I, I try to come up with like two or three different things for mm -hmm. for each video, and whichever one pan out, we gonna make the best out of. So, I got you. I got you. Yeah, it's it's been a couple times. Like, don't sweat me. There was supposed to be uh, a model in that one, and she flaked mm -hmm. like top of the morning. That was at Ben's Burgers, yeah. No, Ben's Burgers was a uh, uh, Heartbreak Hotel. Oh, yeah, Heartbreak song. Hotel. Yeah, yeah, sir, yeah, yeah hey, sir. I see with the with the, the two-tone braid. I was like, okay, yeah, that boy clean with it. I don't know why I wanted to do the Snoop Dogg braids. Hey, uh, man, it fits, man. Appreciate <laughs> it's a, it's you, a look, bro. Try, Yeah, exactly. I was trying to do different things, man. Just push the stardom and take it to a different level, you know? Yeah, got to. It just creates a, another persona for you to be able to explore, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you, man. you touch a different group because I'm sure there's a, another group or somebody else out there who don't feel confident enough to be able to pull that hair that hair off. But they see you do like, oh, and he's singing to a girl. Like, oh, okay, maybe I could try this out. Man. You know, see, you never know who you're going to influence man. on that. Man, I, I always promote being who you are at all times, bro. Like, that's that's everything to me. You got to be who you are and, and love yourself with a passion. That's facts. Absolutely. I like that. So as far as, like, you creating music, you said your notepad and just, like, your best friend outside of, like, your voice memos. Yeah. But I've interviewed, like, uh, rappers of energy you like producers but mm -hmm. you are my first like what i would i mean you, i would give you the rapper title as well but i would give it more thank of an r&b side of more you know what i'm saying as a singer as well yeah thank so you. like mm -hmm. what does that look like for you is it to, to set up the studio for you your ideal studio situation mm -hmm. is it like uh like i've had people tell me like hey we like to obviously we roll up have a little drink have some shawties in there yeah. are you like someone like, hey i just want to be by myself me and my engineer like what does the process of creating a King Tahoe album look like? Or even just recording a regular song for you on a regular basis? Um, well, more recently, it's been me vibing. I've been recording a lot of uh, this new album, Dolo. I've been recording with a couple engineers as well. Okay. Shout out to Eli and D.E.O. But um, I got my little studio situation. I, I slide in there. I play a couple songs that I'm really feeling just to, you know, just to get me, like, just to get me amped real quick, roll up. You know, and probably I'll put the beat on. And sometimes I like just freestyle a little bit. But I would, you know, sometimes it's cool to have a shorty in there. But it's it's a lot if you ain't, if pressure, you, yeah, if you're not like, hitting, yeah. you're not because with, with singing you gotta get the notes. No, right? Yeah, yeah. Singing, you gotta be, a, hey, yeah. it's, it's a, you gotta be a smooth nigga to be able to sing yeah, with somebody in the room. You, you know damn near. So you invite a shorty when you mixing or something like you. that. When you <laughs> when the song down there done and it's like a. Hey, yeah, bro, just throw some reverb on that for me. You, hey, yeah, that's this this song not even really ready. Like, so you just like, gotta go I'm gonna let you it. hear on the yeah, yeah, you feel me? I'm gonna let you hear like exclusive, but you feel me? I'm gonna tell nobody you was in the studio. But uh, <laughs> I got you. Let me get that non-disclosure. <laughs> yeah, non-disclosure. You feel me? But nah, uh, for the most part, it's vibing, seeing what works. Cause I could write something and then I go in the studio and try to sing it a certain way. Then I won't even like it how I initially heard it in my head so it's like a okay we just gonna keep playing around with it vibing and more times than not i'm like i'm fucking up on purpose because i want to see how far i could take it so i'm just bullshitting like i do some extra runs and and riffs because it's like man if i got my own little studio and i got the time to do it then i'm gonna see what i'm throwing stuff at the at the uh canvas and seeing what sticks you know so 
I'm I'm trying to be as as open and available and free with my art these days, but usually I'll be sitting at the house writing or like it'll just be a random like uh I got a lot of my beats on my phone, so it's more times than not like I'll be kicking it at the house, just like letting songs play and then one of the beats will come up and then I just start freestyling and it's like, oh, I actually got a concept now. Okay. So then I could just like walk down to the crib or walk down to the studio and then uh, start recording and be like, hell yeah, now I got some. I got you. And I'll take it to the engineer. He'll take he'll take it to a different level. Then it'll be like, I actually got some more. Like, And then we'll listen to it. I got some more. And then after like four or five different I got some mores. Mm -hmm. It's like a, all right, now we're going to send it off. I'm going to probably send it to Skino. Probably send it to some honeys. Oh, you should do this. You should do that. <laughs> Y'all right. I got some more. So <laughs> so then after that, you feel me? Like, I've been sitting on this album that I'm working on. I, I probably started it like, okay, I dropped threesome, top of 2020. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I've been sitting on it top of 2020. Like, I, we did threesome. Like, I finished that, like, the day Kobe died. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah, rest Kobe. in peace, Kobe. Like, I had, like, a 10-hour a studio session. That was session. a Sunday. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that shit. That shit was crazy. So, and then right after that, I got I got back working immediately. Like, I mean, there's some songs that have been out for a second that's going to be on this project, mm -hmm. but we we doing bigger and better, like, reinventions to them. So, but, yeah, it's a 20-track it's a project. But, yeah. Oh, snap. Okay. It's a, yeah, it's, it's um, we just working. I got That's you. That's all, yeah. You've you been so, working. Yeah. yeah. I understand. You got to grind. You got to grind. They don't need to see that side. You you, you let them see what you want to see, but you get to present the final project and let them, you know what I'm saying, do what they're do they going to do. Absolutely. I feel you on that. Yo, that that's a that's a that's an interesting perspective because as a as a singer, as a, someone that uses their vocal outside just rapping, mm -hmm. I want to know how do you know like know when to separate like all right, this is gonna be I'm gonna rap on this or I'm gonna sing on this. You know, it's it's so tough for me because like I love rapping. It's I love both. They're they're both fun um, sports. Uh, and I and I'm very competitive with either one. I'm not as skilled a singer as I am a rapper, but um, I get a lot more love and the attention comes to the singing. Like okay. it's it's I get remarks, a lot of great remarks when I rap, but it's like a when I sing, it's just a totally different. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It, the the love is totally different. So it's like, all right, more times than not, I'ma sing, and if it's just something that's hard, like, yeah, I gotta rap on this. Like, you, you feel me? I got you. You went, you went, you threw it back with the '90s flow, uh, on the "Tell Me" visuals. <laughs> now, that was crazy because I'm like, I did, I'm like, this what year is this? I'm like, this dude took it back for real, bro. Like it was like I felt like we was like watching something from like the '80s, '90s from like the shit that my mom used to listen to when I was growing up. I remember and like just hearing people sing, and I, I, it, it always flashes me back. To, I remember like there was a Twitter argument or just like a conversation regarding like. Uh, uh, men not singing and crying to their women how they wanted to, <laughs> and so the situation where you, I ain't gonna say you, you was you wasn't crying or like that, but you nah. was being vulnerable and being yeah. able to like you know express yourself outside of just like a, the hard the hard body breaking the stigma of right, what right. like you know communication and stuff like that. But the visuals alone was just like, bro, 
Like, this is crazy. And y'all all kind of on the same page, but led by you. And I was like, I really, I had to applaud you. Because that was Appreciate a really good that. video. Thank the you. song was good. Like I said, the, the videos always, like, accompany the song uh -huh. in my head. And so, one, that was a good song to shoot that video to. Thank you, you thank did a, you. And just to set up alone, just, like, the outside. Like, I, I, I like, I'm a visuals person. Yeah. I'm all for, like, the what the message tells you. And so, like, outside of just the song that we were listening to, it was, like, the visuals match the song. And it just enhanced the experience of listening to it. So man, shout out I'll, to everybody a part of that, man, that visual thing, man, too, man. You was doing numbers, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Man, that, that shit was just, like, bro... Uh, like I said, man, I'm a student of the game, and it's always paying homage to those that came before me. Uh, the the whole influence on that one was uh, uh, "Come and Talk to Me" remix. Like it was, it was uh, they were sitting on like the balcony, and mm -hmm. they were outside with the chick, and it just was. Uh, they just had their vibe. They were in sync though, so it just was. We were trying to be in sync, and it was like we got this this uh, this H Town sample, this this '90s vibe. So let's mm -hmm. just come through with the '90s R&B yeah. vibe, like real quick. And I mean, shout out to Yasi and R&B Aaron. Like, man, they they real R&B artists, so they got it mm -hmm. and they they get it. So they did their part effortlessly, and it came together real smooth. So yeah, yeah man. You was you part of leading the resurgence of the R and B flow. Right? We I mean, trying, we trying. No, hey, what did y'all say? There's no try, it's only do or do not. Yeah, and I think yeah. you are doing. So give yourself your yes, credit. Sir. Yes, sir. And say you're doing it, my guy. One hundred. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yes, sir. One hundred. <laughs> but so uh, I see, like you, I look at the producer uh, credits as well yeah. a lot of times, and so I've worked with. It's not, excuse me, I've not worked with, but I've interacted with Pussy, yeah, who's a frequent collaborator of Ugly Marco. And then I realized that he's produced some of your songs as well. Yeah. I was just curious, do, as, is the producer process different in, in uh, like, your connection to the producer? Does it change depending on what kind of sound you want to let out? Like, when you are choosing beats and stuff like that, is there, like, a certain, like, oh, I can go to this person because they have this kind of melody and I know that they can understand my sound? Or, like, what kind of uh, beat selection process is it? Like, how, how does that work for you? Uh, first and foremost, shout out Ugly Marco. Shout uh, out Ugly Marco. Real one. Uh... A lot of times it's it's time and place first and foremost. It's it's like a okay, I'm in a lab with bro, we we brainstorming, we doing this and that. Um it's it's certain things where um not to like put down on anybody, but it's just like certain things that such and such could do that such and such can't do. And mm -hmm. you know, we respect other people's talents and it's just like man, we just trying to spread the wealth as well. So we're just trying to do shit with everybody and you know, um the whole collaborative effort we learn from different people so being able to work with different people brings that together and it it just helps us all out so it's a everybody eats type thing got you like you said the bay is small but the bay is big so yeah. it's an opportunity for all of us to shine and man so we trying to take it on one i got know? you no you, you taking it on one for sure um uh, so i wanted to know like for the like the whole purpose of this professor next gen and friends podcast is honestly just like i said plant like a seed and stuff for the next generation and like giving people like the insight so i want to know if you could take yourself back to let's just say you dropped insomnia in 2015 so let's say if you had the knowledge that you have now and you could go back to 2016 would you do anything different yeah man um i would keep pushing i would i would take every moment that i can to to be in people's face not like obnoxiously mm -hmm. but just like hey man i'm talented i believe that i'm talented and that's one thing that i would do i didn't believe as much it still takes me a lot to believe that i'm talented and, and people believe in me 
and and see that I could do this in a different way. So I would just tell myself to to not doubt myself, especially if I say that I'm in it, not half step. Mm -hmm. It's half stepping only waste your time, man. It's like a if you half stepping, then you're always a foot behind instead of going forwards. You know, you're not really fully in it. So if you're not really full, fully in some shit, don't do it. That's what I tell myself, man. Um, keep being in the studio. Not overthinking, man. I got a song called Self Absorbed, and it's just, I spent too much time thinking, what if I'm not, or what if I am, and then I won't be. But it's just like, man, there's a bigger, a bigger picture. So I would tell myself to see the bigger picture for sure. Gotcha. Understood. See the bigger picture. A lot of times, I understand that. Especially making when people jumping off the porch or just like taking steps to better themselves. A lot yeah. of times, it's like you got to like tone out what other people are saying just to so yeah. be able to take that step and take that That's leap. It. How was your process of like actually starting your career in being a musician? Like, did, I mean, I, I, I know we kind of talked uh, about it in the beginning, but now nah, that kind of popped up. Did. So I'm like, wait a uh, second, I want to know a little bit more about you know, you, you making this like, hey, I'm going to do this, like you just said. Uh, so it's I was singing. And then, like, uh, we moved out the way. We moved out to Stockton for a little bit, and I met some people. So we had, like, a little R&B group, and we would, like, sing after school, like, in junior high and shit. And uh, there would be girls who would always fuck with it. Okay. And it would just be like, you know, we had the crowd go. Okay. Like, you know, we would yeah. just have... Ladies like, like it. Yeah, they would just good. gather around. <laughs> and then, like, every once in a while, it would be, like, a situation where somebody would be like, oh, yeah, uh, we got an uncle whose cousin, whatever, he he got his studio. So, you know, we get in the studio, and then the situation would be like, oh, yeah, y'all talented, but we need y'all to sign this. And it'd be like, nah, bro. So this shit just never really would work out. And so, yeah, I was just singing, and it just was whatever, you know. And then you get, like, people in your ear like, oh, yeah, he the one who could really sing, or, you know, he can't sing, blah, blah, blah. So I never really cared too much about it. I was hooping and shit. Um... Then when I was like 14, my uncle got a mic and uh, we would just go over to my uncle, my grandpa's house and we would just all freestyle and shit. And eventually like my mom was like, yeah, I know you like singing and shit, but like you should like try like the rapping, singing shit like Bone Thugs. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, okay. I was like, all right, like I kind of feel it. And I was already doing like poetry and shit. So um, we would just kick it at my uncle's house and like I would rap about like hooping and shit. And uh People were just like, yeah, you good at that, too. Like, So that's when I started kind of, like, rapping more. And uh, I was hanging around, like, people. And we were kind of, like, doing, you know, shit that we wasn't supposed to do. But we was also, like, rapping at mm -hmm. the same time. So we would go to, like, studios. And, you know, situations didn't, didn't pan out too much with that. But I was learning a lot from these cats because these cats were, like, the cats who had the Fruity Loops at, like, you know, the, like all the beat stuff. Yeah. And, like, they had their own little had studio shit. Like, really when you, good. like, yeah, 14, 15. So, like, they kind of was up on game. And when you're trying to get up on game, it's like, all right, well, I'm going to fuck with whoever is, is more up on game than me. So, uh, after that, like, I ended up moving back out here, uh, going to high school, end up dropping a mixtape with one of the homies like at the school and then like everybody was like fucking with it and shit. Okay. And uh it happened in stages is what yeah, you Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just like an overnight thing. Yeah, it it's definitely that. something it's just it's man, I just ain't never been fucking fucking ten toes down on this shit with the music like I should be, man. I've always doubted myself and it's something that 
I'm, I'm shying away from, or not shying away from, I'm stepping away from, I'm, I'm taking a chance to say, hey, I'm really him now. So it's, it's stuff that we finna do soon that that's gonna reflect what I was and who I am now. So, but yeah, it's it's been a it's been a it's long been a process. process. Which, is a, like, which is a good thing. That's something that you can like. You know what I'm saying? For a situation like this, where it's an interview, or just like something that you can always refer to as like, bro, like this was. I, I was just talking to someone about the idea of instant gratification and delayed gratification, yeah. right? And so nowadays with social media and everything, it's like, oh, we get to see the highlights of what everybody else is doing, right. and so it's really easy to like compare yourself to what someone else is doing. Not saying, not, I mean, not unintentionally, too. Yeah, it's like, oh, like, this is what you see. And so the fact that you can, you know, walk through your whole story and be like, you, you went from high school, from a long time ago from church, all the way to now, and it's like you can see the whole progression. It's like you have a story written for you already. And so that's just like a, you, you, you're kind of giving people more to be able to, Yeah, it's you know. just it's just, man, the moment. The moment. Yeah, it's getting the opportunity to share it with the people and when when you share it making sure it is coming at a wavelength that they want to hear you know okay. that resonates with them okay so because it's like yeah everybody got a story but do it slap <laughs> <laughs> that's important that's facts mm-hmm. i was that, you say that i was when i interviewed drew a couple of weeks ago a couple months ago excuse me mm-hmm. he was saying that yeah people can make music and that's fine but it's like can we play a music at the lake? Do a slap. Because if it don't slap, it's like, we ain't gonna listen to it. The Bay is like full of critics. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And everybody but, make music. Exactly. Everybody does it. So it's like, you gotta make your sound that much different. You gotta be, it's, it, not even just your sound, your execution of whatever project you're trying to do, just make it that much different, that much more unique mm-hmm. and relative to you so that it's like something that you stick out. And that's that's something I feel like you're accomplishing in terms of like the R&B game. And so I, I can say that as a, as a fan of music, as a fan of creatives and people who are like, you know what I'm saying, doing they sh- do, you know, talking their shit, doing what they need to do. It's like you can see that what you're saying is aligned to, you know what I'm saying, your goals. So Thank I, I you rock so with that. You're doing good, my guy. I appreciate that. Um, honestly, what do you what do you listen to? Like, now? Do you listen to yourself majority of the time? Or? I do listen to a lot of King Tahoe for sure. Okay, uh, a lot of King Tahoe. Uh, I, I like listen. the third, the third, <laughs> third party reference. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, man, it's King Tahoe, Timi Hendrix, Poppy T. I, I could go on. Okay, okay. You know? Yeah, Big Snow. Okay. You feel me? <laughs> we don't want yeah, to take up too much time on, on me. But, uh, <laughs> and it's all for you, bro. Whichever one you want to talk about. It's all just the nah, King Tahoe interview. I, I fuck with the guy. You know, I got you. I got you. Only. But um, heavy, heavy on Larry June, man. Yeah. Um, I feel you. Man, the homies. I'm, I'm heavy on Troy LLF, mm-hmm. on Pussy Music, man. Uh, I be listening to a lot of Bay Area shit. Uh, Jay's Fool, Legendary, um, Lil Bear. Man, but it's really that Brent Fias, mm-hmm. man, Brent Fias. I, I listen to 24K Golden. Just a lot of refreshing shit. I mean, shit that, that I could relate to. Shit that, like, transcends, like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what, was, what was something, man? I don't want to pull my phone out. But, yeah, it's it's a lot of good music coming out. Um, James Blake. I, I fuck with James yeah. Blake goes, man. Yes, I damn near gotta pull my phone. It's out all good, but you know that I was I was listening to James, but he got a song with Metro Boomer and yeah, uh, My High. Yep, yep. Yeah, and just like that kind of just the connection of mm, taking two it. worlds and putting them together is like mm, you know what I'm saying. Mm. It's one of the things to kind of add 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 a little bit of extra, a little huh, a little salt bay on it because it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. What you was Zach Fox for show? Sure. <laughs> uh, Tezo touchdown, easy call. 
I've been listening to hella SWV. Okay. That Don Tolliver is amazing. Bro, that Don Tolliver, they down there doing something right now, man. That's, you're right, you're right. Man, uh, Jaden, Jaden Smith is <laughs> incredible. Jaden and Willow are both talented. People need to stop playing with them just because they will and Jaden kids, but that's two totally different things. <laughs> uh, I just, man, I just, like I was saying earlier, in different stages of my life, I, I'm into different things. I just discovered, uh, maybe like three or four months ago, I stumbled on some Queen. Mm-hmm. I like Queen a lot. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Like, you feel me? Somebody to love. Like, yeah, like, I fuck with Queen. Like, the harmonies and the way they make music. And they were all fucking playing instruments. And they all could damn near sing. Like, bro, that shit is great fucking music, bro. Like, I love music a lot. So, yeah, I fuck with Queen. Uh, that That's mainly a lot of the shit that I'm listening to. Uh, Donny Hathaway. Stevie, you know, shit yeah. like that. What you what you waking Earth up to, fire. to listen to music, to listen when you clean it up in the, in the morning? Um, some Earth Wind and Fire. Some Earth Wind and Fire, most definitely, and some Larry, like yeah. bro, for sure, Larry. Because you know, sometimes <laughs> I'm gonna watch my language, but sometimes I be catching myself with my feelings about the you yeah, feel me, and I just be needing Larry for them daily affirmations, like you uh, your feelings about that. the bitch. Get your money up, like it'd be like you know what he definitely talking to me, like you <laughs> feel me, because uh, you know it just be sometimes you just be needing that, you feel me, the little push, yeah, yeah, yeah like hey. <laughs> Uh, like that's my alarm clock, man. Uh, it's, it's ups and downs and anything. Yep. Keep going, my nigga. It's better, it's better than yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's just shit like that, man. You need them daily affirmations, bro, to to start you on a good path and keep you on a good path, bro. So straight up, my top five for show always on Apple Music always got Larry, Brent, King Tahoe, and probably like Drake. Okay. Yeah, I mean, cause you feel me. That's what you listen to when you with the... You, you feel, feel me? Yeah, yeah, I already know. Yeah. Hey, you, yeah. you ain't saying nothing but work. King Tom Hall, I already know. Hey, man. You you doing good, bro. I, I really want to appreciate you. I, rock you. I appreciate you for coming to the classroom. Oh, man. Thank you for with. having me. Thank it's, you so It's much. the first of many. I can't wait till we can come back and discuss what's coming out. This 2020 project and 20 song project that you finna, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Whenever, whenever it's ready, we gonna have that conversation. You know you sure. got an open invitation in my door. You know what Thank I'm talking about? Thank you so much. But like I said, I want to... Appreciate my guy Skino back here. You doing numbers? Hey, he in the background, but he doing his thing, man. You already Play know. Play runner. Play runner. Hey, yes, sir. Hey, he the man. It's the man, the man with the plan. From what I, I see, you know what I'm saying. Yes, I can't sir. complain. But like I said, I want to appreciate both of y'all for coming. Thank uh, you. you doing numbers? Hey. You gonna continue to do numbers? Hey, <laughs> yeah. Yes, Lord. Hey, class. You are now dismissed.